You're a little older and a lot wiser. The future is yours. Define aging on your own terms. Welcome to AARP Without Limits with your host, Mike Olander. And good day, everyone. This is AARP Without Limits, WPTF Talk Radio. I am your host, Mike Olander with AARP North Carolina. So good to be with you this Sunday before Thanksgiving 2022. So much going on. I am joined, as always, here in the studio with our esteemed production engineer, Mr. Jason Kong. Jason, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Mike. How are things on your end? They are doing well. I'm really, really looking forward to eating a lot of food <laughs> this week. <laughs> Yes, indeed. How Never about you? need an excuse for that. Yeah, no. Uh, Thanksgiving, is, I think it's it's number one on my holiday power rankings. I've got Thanksgiving up there. Really, number one. Thank you for saying that. I thought I was like the only one. That's it. Might be my favorite holiday overall. No just, obligations. Everyone's just happy to see each other. There's lots of food involved. I can't ask for more than that, in my opinion. That's great. It is, and if you get to to spend it with with a lot of family or friends or whatever, whatever your what, what's your what's your kind of uh, standard? Do you have a standard in terms of family, friends? What is it? Well, it's been we've kind of evolved. Before kids, it was like a friendsgiving scenario because mm-hmm. I have family down in Florida, and it's working in radio. It's really hard. The, you don't turn off the radio station so everyone can go enjoy the holidays. We still kind of have to be close to home base here. So, uh, But now that we have kids, now we have an excuse for everyone to come to us. So usually we, we have the family come visit us now. Oh, that's good. How that's about good. you? Uh, mine has changed up a bit in recent years. I've had some major life changes uh, take place. And so the, uh, I guess you could say the family is, is, is about half the size it was, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Um, and that just means I've had to be a little bit more creative with schedules and things like that. But it's still something I always look forward to. And I think for me, you know, like so many people, you know, I think I think this is especially true when you get kids, right? Because you, you see your kids growing up and you remember what you were like at that age or, oh, yeah, I remember what Thanksgiving was like when I was seven or eight or, you know, in that age and how it was exciting, you know, people coming over and people bringing food and my grandmother used to always bring over the shrimp macaroni salad, and another aunt would come and bring this special potato salad she would make, uh, and turnips, and we famously, my grandmother would bring the box of donuts, that box would always get left open, and by like the third day, my dad would absolutely lose his mind because he'd go grab a donut, finally he's going to have one, and it's like a rock <laughs> because it's so <laughs> stale, you know? Um, uh, and, uh, and so anyway, just so many great, great memories overall. And it's always, you know, it's like every Thanksgiving is different and, uh, it's, it's just so nice to be able to enjoy it. And of course, to be thankful for, absolutely for, for what's going on. At least we're, we're all supposed to, to do that, um, uh, to live up to the, the namesake of the holiday itself. Um, so what are you just real quick here before we get into the, the real heavy stuff of our, of our show today? What are you thankful for? What's gone on this year that's that's uh, been exciting for you, Jason? Anything could you know, stand it's, out? It's hard not to be thankful that, for at least for the most part, life seems to be on a, a social level similar to the pre-pandemic era. Uh, you mm. know, considering what we've had to deal with the last two years and quarantining and social distancing, and uh, you know, we should still be doing some of that, I guess. But uh, it's it's nice to feel like the, the world is kind of. The pandemic seems to be a little bit in the rear view at this point. Yeah, I would agree. Things aren't complete. We're not completely out of the woods yet. We do have to do right. some things differently. 
And then, um, but getting back into the office was great this year for yeah. us too at ARP North Carolina. And then interestingly enough, we got back into the office for a few months and then we had a major office renovation take place, which was great, but it also meant we had to be out of the office for another almost three months. So as soon as we got used to <laughs> being back in person and getting comfortable with the social distancing and, and all that type of stuff being, after two years being able to work in person with each other again, we all kind of had to hang up that and go back to teleworking for a couple of months. But we've come back to a really nice office with a little bit more room and all that. So I'm, I'm definitely uh, uh, thankful for that. So in addition to Thanksgiving, though, you know, uh, November is a very, very important month because of Veterans Day. And of course, Veterans Day being uh, November 11th, um, hopefully everybody um, has the, had the opportunity to begin to think really carefully or thoughtfully about those who've served our country in the past, those who are serving right now, um, and to um, you know have an appreciation for, again, thankful for all that we have in large part due to our veterans, those who have served, and the families of those uh, servicemen and women who have served our country so well in so many different kinds of ways. And um, I don't know if you know this, Jason, but, um, you know, AARP, we're a large organization. You know, we've got 38 million members across the country, 1.1 million members here in North Carolina, and we're a 50-plus organization, right? That's what we're known for. We work on issues related to aging. Did you know, however, that among organizations that have a membership, AARP is the, has the largest roster of veterans out of any organization in the country. I did not know that. We do. Um, and uh, that means that for us, you know, as we figure out better ways of um, working on behalf of people who are 50 and older, is making sure that our outreach and outreach to and engagement of and support of veterans and military families is something that is a, um, a regular part of the work that we do. Because they are not only unique in, in the way they have served um, our communities and our country, but um, also the challenges. And um, for example, you know, one really horrible statistic or fact I, ha I hate to share with folks is that there are, there's, a, there's a whole industry of fraud aimed specifically at veterans and military families. And uh, we do a lot of different types of work to educate people about that, um, especially those who are being targeted. And it is just absolutely outrageous, just the, um, when we look at the statistics, and we'll do a future show on that topic, um, but uh, it is really outrageous uh, when people think about, gee, the people who have given the most are targeted in some cases the most by fraudsters who um, think it's somehow that they are entitled to the hard-earned benefits that, that veterans um, have um, have earned so. Um, veterans and military families have earned you know very unique benefits um, for serving our country. Um, and as the largest organization with veterans as part of its membership, ARP has been working to ensure that veterans are supported in the way that they deserve. Um, veteran and AARP volunteer David Sevier is our very special guest to join us to talk a bit about his work with AARP and beyond AARP, pre-AARP, in support of veterans and their families. And David is a veteran himself. David Sevier, thank you so much for being with us today. It is a great pleasure to join you, Mike and Jason. And uh, yeah, I am a veteran. Uh, 
have been for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> David, I've known you for several years now, and um, the, you know the least of which is as the uh, a spouse of, of AARP North Carolina State President Catherine Sevier, um, hmm. who we've worked I've worked very closely with for for a number of years now. Um, and I've seen up close, you know, your commitment to those who serve um, and veterans. Um, how did you start on this path? Well, it uh, as I said, it started a long time ago, Mike. Uh, I actually uh, was in the Navy ROTC program at the University of New Mexico back in the uh, late 60s. My gosh, that sounds uh, a long time ago. But uh, so I... I joined the Navy in 1972 and uh, never anticipated spending a career, but here here I was, uh, spent 22 years in the Navy and retired. So, um, yeah, I spent a long time. And since then, you've been involved in other things, too, related to, particularly in the healthcare area, related to, to uh, uh, servicemen. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, about halfway through my uh, Navy career, I had the opportunity to uh, get involved in, in health policy and worked for the uh, Secretary of Defense and the U.S. Congress in uh, helping set up the, the military's health system called TRICARE. Mm. And um, I'm, I'm really proud of that and, and proud of the opportunity that we had to, uh, to put together that system that is still in existence today, it's uh, funded at about $50 billion and serves uh, over 9 million people. That's an extraordinary th- list, you know, of all the things on the list of accomplishments that you have, David, that is one of the, the most striking ones because any military family has, knows TRICARE. And to know that you're part of that group that actually put it into an existence, and here we are here many years later, with it still there supporting so many. Um, this year, the, the 2022, ARP launched the new Veterans Health Benefits Navigator, and you had an important role in that as well. So you can you tell us a little bit about what is that tool and what was your involvement in it? Sure, happy to do that. Um, uh, a few years ago, ARP approached me and said, would you be willing to to help us think about uh, veterans, militaries, and military and their families? And uh, I, I was happy to do that. And so uh, we put together a couple of years ago, actually, a, a, a tip sheet that uh, helped uh, members of the AARP. And as you noted, we've got almost 6 million in, in the AARP membership. Um, and so um, that progressed to creating the AARP Health Benefits Navigator for veterans and, and military and their families. And we launched it actually last year. Uh, Joanne Jenkins, the president of AARP um, or CEO of AARP, uh, kicked that uh, out. Um, and and uh, it, it provided a lot of great information for people who are looking to um, understand their benefits and and how to get them. We provided some case studies and then we updated it this year um, and uh, included some up-to-date information. Hopefully we'll we'll continue that on for the next uh, years to come so that people can understand more about how to uh, 
received the benefits that they uh, have have coming to them as veterans. It is a tremendous resource. And after a quick commercial break here, we're going to tell you all how you can find that and talk to David Sebi about a little more. This is AARP Without Limits here on WPTF. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is AARP Without Limits, WPTF Talk Radio. I'm Mike Olander with AARP North Carolina, speaking with David Sevier, who is a longtime AARP volunteer, a veteran, um, and a, a real mover and shaker in a lot of ways. Um, we've been talking just to, to at this point, just up to his work as a as a veteran and, and uh, a volunteer, working on different veterans' issues. Also, in his his career, military career, working on on issues that affect military families. And we've just been talking about the uh, the new ARP Veterans Health Benefits Navigator, which is one of many resources that you can find online. Um, AARP.org slash veterans is the easiest way, is the easiest, the most direct line to um, the navigator as well as other resources that are there. You can see the work that uh, AARP is doing with the Elizabeth Dole Foundation. Um, and others to support veterans and military families. David, um, thanks again for being with us. You're a busy man, as as I've known uh, for, for a number of years now, who's always involved in making the community better wherever you are. You recently moved out of beautiful Greensboro to beautiful New Bern. Uh, mm-hmm. So what are you involved in now? Well, that's a good question, Mike. I'm I'm obviously still uh, engaged with AERP, as is my wife. Um, but um, and in fact, we had the the whole group of you down here to New Bern uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we were really happy to to have uh, that opportunity to show off our our new hometown here in New Bern. You know, we're the capital of. Uh, North Carolina from, uh, I think, about 1760 until, uh, I don't know, late in the 1800s when Raleigh took over. Um, But uh, we're uh, just uh, completed the New Bern 101, which was a a new course that uh, the city government put together to orient uh, members uh, of the community to um, all the police and the fire and and all those kinds of things. So we spent about eight weeks, uh, Catherine and I both did it, uh, learning about uh, New Bern and and the public works and all those kinds of things. So that was kind of fun and just uh, completed that uh, a couple of weeks ago. And... um, I am thinking about actually joining one of the boards uh, as a result of finishing Newburn 101, uh, the Board of Adjustment, which is kind of zoning and and uh, all those kinds of things. So, yeah, I'm I'm trying to keep busy um, and uh, and do fun things. We're still in, engaged in this uh, AERP Health Benefits Navigator. Uh, one of the things that we we want people to understand is not only the veteran themselves, but the um, uh, the family members who may not have uh, you know been in the military, but uh, but uh, need to know how to 
how to access the benefits if the veteran can't speak for themselves. And that was one of the main things that we created it for is, and we've got some case studies there. It's a really cool tool. And, and I'm really proud of having had the opportunity of, of being able to help put that together. And David, we're really proud to have you have been a part of that. And again, folks, uh, if you want to check that out, along with other resources related to support for veterans and military families, just go to ARP.org slash veterans. And as always, too, if you have a, a question, um, if there's information that you're looking for and you can't find, the easiest ways to reach out to us directly at the show here, our email address is AA, excuse me, AARP without limits at aarp.org for any question, all topic suggestions, things like that. But specifically, with our with respect to our topic today, um, feel free to reach out. And also, if you want to learn a little bit about what's going on in Newburn, I got to say, David, that Newburn 101 uh, concept is is really a tremendous one. I can imagine that being something where more people really need uh, to um, take advantage of opportunities like that. Um, you know, especially if they're planning on, you know, being in the community for a long time and wanting to, to make an impact or, you know, just be involved um, as an active citizen. Um, after a, a lifetime of service for you, David, in, in many different ways, um, what do you think is next for you? And I guess in particular, especially now, it's, you know, Veterans Month, you know, for AARP, the month of November. What advice do you have for those who want to serve their country or their community? Any Anything to share after, after years of working in these spaces? Well, I think you kind of hit on it, Mike. Uh, getting involved in your community is an important thing. And um, uh, AERP provides a great way to do that. There are a lot of uh, local aspects of uh, what AERP provides and, uh, and uh, you know, getting involved in housing, uh, livable communities. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to um, becoming more aware of what the opportunities are here in New Bern since we've just been here a year and a half. Uh, New Bern 101 did provide uh, a good understanding of that, but uh, I now need to uh, look into some of the other things as well, uh, delve a little bit deeper. And um, AERP is certainly a good way to to do that. We've uh, got representatives across the state, and and um, so that's that's a lot of fun. Uh, at the same time, um, being involved in in the the what, what's happening in the state government is is also important, and so. Uh, both Catherine and I, my wife and I, uh, like to see what's happening in, in Raleigh, and so we will uh, keep involved in advocacy. Um, that's that's always an important thing. I've I've been involved in in helping to craft legislation, which has been very interesting, and uh, I expect to to keep that going as well. So you know, there's a whole lot of things and. I think your little radio show here is a great thing, Mike mm -hmm. uh, and Jason. I, I think just uh, being able to uh, reach out to, to you guys and, and uh, talk once in a while would be a great thing. Well, David, you're always welcome back anytime. I mean, you're such a, a mover and shaker. And I have to say, Jason, is, Jason's here looking across the room from me. David's joining us via Zoom. Um, 
We have, uh, when I first started working with AARP some 15, 16 years ago, um, I came in um, and I had a picture in my head. I think as a lot of people do, they think about, gee, what's life going to be like for retirement for me, you know, as I'm working with these volunteers and so forth. And uh, I had this picture in my head, well, I'm going to be on a beach somewhere, going to have sand between my toes, and I ain't going to do nothing. I'm going <laughs> to finally relax and read or do whatever, travel. And then, you know, you meet people like David and, um, you know, who use their skill sets, use their intelligence, use their passion, their commitment to make life better for other people, to express the values that they have within them. And um, it's really inspiring. It, it, it really is. Um, when you see people who have had a lifetime of service like David – um, still continuing to serve, even when they've got every reason in the world, every excuse in the world. Um, no one would blame them at all to say, you know, we're going to hang it up and just relax and travel and, and think about me for a while. Uh, people like David are what um, um, make make our country so special. Uh, we're so blessed to have people. It's no question or no no mystery at all how David began, you know, serving his country and now serving at the more local level um, here in, in North Carolina and in New Bern. And David, I have to just say it's just a, a pleasure um, to have been able to work with you and look forward to many more years in the future and uh, being inspired by you and Catherine um, to help make our state of North Carolina, um, a much better place to live. Those, thank you so much for being uh, with us on the show today. Uh, for those of you uh, listening out there who have got questions, comments, uh, topic suggestions, um, please send us an email, aarpwithoutlimits at aarp.org. I, we mentioned before the Veterans Benefits uh, Navigator, which is you can find very easily at aarp.org slash veterans. If you're on social media, go to Facebook, AARP North Carolina. You can find out what we're doing. We're always doing different types of programs in person and virtual. It's the easiest thing in the world to see. Uh, just follow us. Hit that little follow button um, on, um, on our social media, and you're able to keep up on all that we are doing. We do probably more than you realize. A typical year we've done – we pre-COVID, we used to do 500 events per year in person. And now we're expanding that even with our virtual programs. Thank you, David Sevier, for being our guest. Thank you to Jason Kong for production. Thank you for listening. I'm Mike Olander with ARP North Carolina. This has been ARP Without Limits, signing off. <laughs>